Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. There's goads that, and, and nails fastened by the master of assemblies, which are given from one shepherd. In other words, when you teach this, when you teach the gospel, I'm telling you, you guys that are preachers or wannabes, or, or you have your own sphere of influence that you preach or you tell, because everybody's a preacher in a way. Everybody's an evangelist, everybody's a pastor, and everybody's kind of a preacher, whether you like it or not, that you, you are. You are to your friends, your family. When, when you want to fasten a nail, you take a hammer, if, if you don't have any good stuff, you bend that baby off on the other side of that board so it don't back out, right? Everybody ever done that? I have, didn't have nothing more to bend them babies, they ain't coming out. And that's what he's saying, is your nails fastened, when you, you hear truths, your, the nail is bent off. There are nails that should never back out of your life. There are things that the Word says that will never change, and they should be driven through and bent off on the bottom so you never back out of the truth. Anyway, down in verse 13, he says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. In other words, this is it. When you're done with everything in life and you've studied and you've worked and you've bought and you've sold and you've taught and you've been doing what you do. Now this is Solomon. Solomon, God said he would make Solomon wiser than any man. You remember that? Now, those of you who are Bible readers know that that's what he told him. He said, because you didn't ask me for the, the, your enemies' lives and you didn't ask me for wealth and riches, you asked me for wisdom, I'm gonna give you wisdom off the chain, son. So that's who wrote this. He said, let, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. In other words, when it's all over, this is the final truth. Fear God, keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. You know, we, we attach so many things to the gospel. And, and I believe that all of the gospel is true, but you just can't ride one horse and drop all the others. You have to have a, a balanced theology and a balanced teaching. And really you need to spend time studying yourself because how could anybody put in all the truth in 52 weeks, in 45 minutes? You have to invest in your own life to, to, to know what God has to say too. You have to invest in your life. That's the whole duty of man. For, for God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing whether it be good or evil. That's scary, isn't it? That means God has a record of all the stuff we've done, good and bad. I hope he loses my paperwork. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, how many of you like some paperwork lost? I'll do it. I don't mind. I'll put my hand up. It is lost. It's under the blood. It went into the sea of forgetfulness, just to let you know. Okay? It's gone. It's gone. If you've repented, See, men bring up your history when they want to hurt you or control you, but God doesn't use that as a weapon. You understand? 
Now, we, God has principles that cause things to return in your life. But he doesn't use them to damage you. Did you ever fight with somebody and every blow is a blow, blow, blow about your past failures? That's cheating. I always say that's cheating. You're not allowed to do that. You know, you, you got you to gotta keep the, the situation current and relevant in that situation. You do not use people's history to control their behavior. It's really bad. So anyway, with all that said, we're talking about living prepared, you know, preparing your heart. I'm just going to cover some things in the natural. You know, the natural mirrors the spiritual. And in the natural today, you know, you could be called a prepper, right? I mean, they, they even had a show called a prepper. I never got to see it, but I was surfing one day, and, and I saw it. So even preparation has levels. You know that, right? You can't be prepared for everything. It'll take you the rest of your life. And even then, there could be something you didn't cover. You know, when you're a prepper, you must have priorities. Well, you have to have priorities in your Christianity uh, I always say the, the, the things that God wants you to do, you know, is, is feed the hungry, clothe the naked, visit the fatherless and the widows, and go visit the prisons. If you can get those done, you'd be surprised how happy God's going to be with you. Now, you might not do all the other stuff that gets added on, but those things are close to his heart. And those are the things that are important to God. You know, if you're going to prepare in a natural food, water, heat are probably the first three things you should work on, right? You don't have food, you don't have water, and you're not warm, you're in trouble. So that's in the natural prepper. Then, if you wanted to prepare financially, you're supposed to take currency. I call currency paper because it's current, it flows. But money is something else because money retains value and, and paper does not. Uh, so currency is set aside outside the banking system. If you wanted to prepare, you would have some cash at the house in your jars or wherever you happen to like your put your little stash. Another level, uh, since money is only paper, pe people save precious metal. Uh, they say about 10% of precious metal is, is where your entry level is, where you, that should be your goal. After that, it's up to you, but they say that 10% of your investable income should be in precious metal. And I get, I'm not preaching on money today, I'm just talking about prepping, but well, I've watched this one show, so it's funny. Uh, it was a financial museum in Germany, and the video was about the museum. All the paper currencies were in the museum, all of them, as many as you can have, you know, from Rome, all, anywhere they could find them around the world. And they all were on the wall, and they weren't worth anything. They were all just paper. It's interesting. Every piece of paper that ever has been called money is wound up being worthless at some point in the currency's life. Then they got to the precious metals and they showed all of them and all the gold and all the silver were still worth the money and the whole museum wasn't worth anything. All those currencies, all those years, but when they got to precious metals, they had value. And, uh, and he said, if you had a ship that was full of gold and it went down 300 years ago and they, they got it back out of the sea, it's still worth something. But if you had, 300, if you had cash in the, under the sea that long, it isn't worth anything. So there was an adjustment in, in my head, understanding that uh, if you, in prepping for that, you would, you would pre prepare to have metals. Then there's an, another level. This, that, this is just stuff for you to think about. This is expanding your imagination. I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm telling you how your brain has to work in stages so you can, how many of you knew, you know you're smart, but you don't know what order to do things in sometimes? See. That's, it doesn't, just because you don't know the order don't mean you don't know anything, but you have to learn the priorities. 
of what's the most important, and you gotta be willing, it's kinda like wanting to fix up your house before it's usable. Like you can have a real pretty house, but a furnace is no good, you, you know, hot water tank's no good, you have an issue, you gotta, your priorities are wrong, you gotta work on the covering, the, the water, etc. right? So, uh, what if you have to take flight? All of a sudden, you know, if you were in certain parts of the world, you might have to leave town and leave your house and all your prep stuff in it. You just might need a coat and some boots and uh, whatever you need to survive. Now that might sound funny, but there's another, what I'm telling you is there's always another level of preparation if you're gonna try to prepare for disasters. I'm not trying to teach you how to survive. I'm just using it as an example. But now we're gonna tar- talk about preparing your heart. I wanted to lay a natural progression so you could see that the natural mirrors the spiritual. Uh, man is a God class being, you know that. I think that man is more complex than anything that's ever been made. The stuff that goes on in your body and in your mind and how your organs are, you've heard me say this, your kidney's this big, but when they wanna put you on dialysis, you go in there and there's this huge machine and it, does, it takes all that equipment to do what one organ that God made can do. So obviously we're, we're extremely complex people. Um, after the fall, you know, man, man died. We, we all know that. He died spiritually, but how long did it take for Adam to die? A long time. He lived another 900 years at least. And I think that we get mixed up sometimes because we think delays mean nothing's going to happen. But if you cut the life source off of something, how many of you ever were digging and you cut a root and it took a long time for the thing to die that you cut the root on? Okay, those of you who are digging around know what I'm talking about. Once you cut the life supply off, it might have enough to live a while, but it's surely going to die. That's the way it was for Adam. The life, when he sinned, the life source was cut off. He was disconnected from God, which God is the giver of life. So just because he was living doesn't mean he wasn't dying. Interesting. So that was, and spiritual death came, and then the natural things uh, caught up with him. I'm going to give you an example. Hebrews 8, 5, if you would put that up there, please. Who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things. As Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle, for cease, saith he, that thou make all things according to the pattern showed to him on the mountain. Your life is to be a type and shadow of heaven. Really, it is. Thy will be done like it is in heaven. Thy will be done on earth like it is in heaven. So your life is to be a reflection of the heavenly principles. Is anybody sick in heaven? No. Is anybody broke in heaven? No. Does anybody get divorces in heaven? No. My point is, your life is to be a type and shadow of heaven. They, Jesus died to restore all of that to us. Now, the devil doesn't want you to have it, so his job is to make you think it's not true, and so he'll beat you up enough that you don't think it's true, so you won't bother, because he knows if you bother, you're going to have it. So your battle in your life to be a Christian is, is in your head 99% of the time. If he can vex you enough to make you think it won't work, you will live like, like it's not going to work. I hope this don't sound bad, but I can tell when somebody don't believe in me by the way they talk. 
I don't need to know anything else. I already know that they have a preconceived image that I'm never going to change or I can't do this or I can't do that. I have to prove it to them so they'll believe it. And I can tell you in the name of Jesus, I have never successfully proved that to anyone because that's not how it works. If you're waiting on somebody to prove you something so they'll change, you will surely be disappointed because they have to do it not to make you believe because it's not how it works. You got to believe in them. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.